Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. You're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. My name is Layla, and I'd like to thank you for joining us this morning. But before we get into the Word, let's take a moment and pray. God, we thank you for today, and we thank you for the laughter and the joy that we can have in our lives, Lord. That we find peace and comfort in you, Lord, both the prompting kind and the one that consoles us, Lord. We thank you for your abundant love, Lord, and the many forms that it takes, God, that it's all good for us, Lord, and it causes us to grow into the stature and into the person that you created each and every one of us to be. Lord, we thank you for our partners and our listeners, and we thank you for giving them the opportunity to spend time in your word this morning, Lord, and we ask that you will minister to each and everybody's needs, Lord, through your Holy Spirit, and we trust that you'll do it, Lord, and we take it by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' amen. name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us as we get into the Word and continue our study in the book of Ephesians. We are in chapter 3, and we'll be going over the first 13 verses. So I would just like to encourage you at this time, whether you're joining us for the first time or you just are have been with us, to just take a moment and either read or refresh yourself with that section of scripture and make th- things easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. 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 Okay. And at this time, the floor is open for each of you to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and or to ask any questions that you might have. So who would like to begin? I would. All right, let Charles. Um, let we left off on the last podcast talking about the ministry, the mysteries of God and how it was always there from the beginning and how the Lord always intended for the Gentiles to come into his, bot, into his body. And the Lord was just showing me that with the mysteries that are so-called mysteries to us, because we don't know them, they're only revealed um, as we we're saying and when we're willing and able to listen. And that's something that we have to be conscious of is that when we become um, children of the Lord, he's going to reveal things to us. And something that, that she and mommy talk to us often about is that the Lord reveals things to you guys, and but not always do you say something, um, meaning that you don't always share it right at that point. And that's something that we have to realize. The Lord, most times the mysteries may not necessarily necessarily be mysteries. They may be a mystery to us because we're not actively applying it, but he's revealing stuff to us not so we can condemn others and point out what they're doing wrong or you guys should be doing this or teaching that but he's pointing it out to us so that way we can mature in him mm-hmm. that's the purpose of the mysteries that the lord reveals he's not revealing it to you so you can have more knowledge than your neighbor or mm-hmm. you have more spiritual wisdom than your pastor that's not why he's doing it he's telling you and showing you things so that way you can understand and apply into your own life we see that with paul paul had a get a couple of things out his way before he was able to truly walk and minister inside of this grace that the Lord had given him. And we see that because um, at the point, at this point, roughly, um, the Jews thought they were different than the Gentiles. They thought, okay, we're the Lord's chosen people. And well, they thought let's, that... Let's understand what you're saying here. They thought they were different because every child thinks they're 
the special one, right? So they thought it wasn't just that they're different, they thought they were special, that they had a, a higher place of honor. And there is a place of honor being the firstborn. Yes. But, well, you are our children, right? Yes. Each of you is loved equally. No one is more special than the other. Now, are there times still where you, each of you has felt like I'm the most special? I'm the favorite? Well, we have no favorites. Mm -hmm. So that's an impossibility. Neither of you is more special than the other. You are all loved and treated equally. Yes, Dad. So understand that, that difference. Okay? Yes. So please continue. And how they had to get from the mindset of, okay, we can do whatever we like. Dad, as you were saying, they thought they could do whatever, and the Lord was just going to accept it. But when it came to others, they were all too willing to hammer them or deal out judgment to them because they felt like they deserved it because they weren't Israelites. So we see that the Lord was revealing this to Paul so that way he could effectively minister to what the Lord had for him to minister to the people. Paul was unwilling to come and talk to them or go to the Gentiles because he um, believed that the Lord wasn't for them, but was for the children of Israel. He wouldn't have been able to have the impact that he had. Um, We also see the maturing throughout the book of Acts and how they originally thought the Gentiles were by the wayside and whatever, and how the Lord had to tell him multiple times to be going to the Gentiles so that Mm -hmm. way he could fully understand the ministry that the Lord was giving him. I like that. There's there's a lot in what you said, all right? The biggest part is a continuation of what we've been talking in some of the previous episodes. There must be a willingness to hear from the Lord. Yes. Right? Christ said that even with his own disciples, and at this point, clearly apostles, right? Uh, John 16 comes to mind when he says, I have many things to say to you, to share with you, to tell you, right? Talking about secret things but then he says i i can't do it at this time because you're you cannot bear them now right so there's two two aspects that there's got to be a willingness and there has to be a preparedness Hmm. a positioning right yes when an infant or you know when a child comes and now is an infant we can't be talking about nuclear physics and you know, business management, and right, they're just not positioned or prepared for that. We're still on the basic things. They, they don't even know how to truly, properly ask for milk, right? It's just sounds and cries and, right? <laughs> yes. And yes, to the parent, they're distinguishable, whether it's they're hungry, they need a diaper change, right? But for most, they're, they're unaware, right? Yes. Now, for us... We have to not just be willing, but with that willingness, be diligent to, I'll say, accept and receive and then apply all the other things that help position us and prepare us for the the mysteries, the deeper things that need to be revealed, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Paul is writing this, this epistle, this letter to the Ephesians. And Paul, I believe it's in Galatians, talks about how he had all these certifications and qualifications. And he's like, they're all dung, they're rubbish, they're garbage in comparison to all the things that have been revealed. But at the time, 
because he was unwilling, he couldn't have been told otherwise. He actually refuted it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. He was in opposition to the Lord and the message that was being delivered to him by the Lord's servants. Right? Absolutely. Yes. So, not unlike us as children, right? We also have to position ourselves to, well, A, be willing, and then B, position ourselves to receive the instruction. And then we also have to apply it. But if we are not willing and or applying the basic things because we haven't A, accepted it, and then B, received it to apply it, how can we expect to learn about the deeper things? Mm-hmm. So there, there's a lot in what you said. You For us, right? Accepting the, the instruction, the guidance, the wisdom, the knowledge, and the understanding that the Lord has, right? So we can increase in those things as well, right? Accepting it as truth, right? Because yes. in John 16, he's also talking about, I have all these things to say, but you cannot bear them now. But when he comes, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, he will guide you into all those things, right? Yes, Dad. So then we have to receive that. And then because of love and faith or trust, we then apply it. That's obedience. Mm-hmm. And that is a continual step-by-step process. You can't jump from A to Z. It is the walk of faith. Yes. Now, yes, we can grow quickly. Mm-hmm. Leaps and bounds. But there's not a, a quick beginning to end in two seconds, two second process here. Yes, Dan. Okay. Like anything else. So we're talking about refining. The heat has to be built up and that takes time. Enough so that the boiling continues. All the metal melts. The dross comes up to the surface it can be scraped off, and then the heat must be cooled down, or the metal must be cooled down by letting the heat um, dissipate. Yes. Does that work? Does yes, everybody understand that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Amen. Promise you had something to share. Yes, Dad. Lichhouse, you mentioned about how that um, Lord viewing mysteries to us, it's not just a brag and boast about it for our own benefit and the lord remind me of how with it our, with it being our benefits not just us saying yeah i have this knowledge and it's also for us to apply and i'd like to bring you to revelation um 12 verse 11 where it says and they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony and they did not love their lives to the death and how A lot of times we like to think that the mystery of the Lord is for other people first, but mainly for us first because that's how how we're going to stand. It's going to help us instead of when we need it most. Not mainly, sir. It is always for us first. Always. The word that the Lord gives me is for me first Mm -hmm. and to be shared. Right? What I declare to you in secret... You should shout it from the rooftops, right? Yes, Dad. There's also a, a timing for that. But it has to, it first applies to me. Okay? Absolutely. Yes, Dad. All right. Continue. And how 
with us applying the mysteries to our life, that's how we grow inside of the Lord. And we don't become stagnant. And with us being stagnant, we, as a result, if you become stagnant and stop moving inside of the Lord, you're automatically going to regress. Then I would like to bring you... Oh, I lost my bookmark. One second. Well, Second Peter 5 through 9, I believe. Second Peter chapter 1. Chapter 1, sorry. Thank you. And it says, but also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted, even to blindness, and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. You can see that being stagnant will automatically make you regress inside the later verses. But when we apply the mysteries of the Lord, it automatically brings fruit in and of itself for other people and also for us. While we're, um, our salvation is not work-based, it's, it's based on our love for the Lord, and that should be the motivation for it. We shouldn't be listening to the Lord because we just want to get something from the Lord. It should be because we love him mm. and that we're willing to do whatever he said. Mm -hmm. Amen. But in what you said, there was a key word in there. You said, if these things are what? Yours. Are yours and abound? Okay. If is a key word there. Mm -hmm. It goes back to what we were talking about this whole you know, episode thus far. It's not just about hearing the instruction, but there's the doing, the application, right? Accepting and receiving, but then applying it to your life. He said, if these things are there, so you first have to accept them, then receive them, then be applying them to your life, walking in them. If not... What was the last part you just said? What was the last part of that verse, sir? Uh, he has forgotten that he's cleansed from his old sins. Okay. Which goes back to what you were saying. Not only are they not maintaining where they were at, but as you were saying, sir, there is a regression. We're either moving toward the Lord or away from him. There's no, I'll just keep my standing in my place and where I'm at. That's not how the kingdom works. Yes, Dad? There's no camping out. Yes? Or sitting on the fence and watching and waiting. No, no, no. We're either moving toward the Lord and growing in in relationship with Him, personal, deep, and intimate. Or someone is turning and walking away from that. Yes, Dad? Please continue, sir. And just for sake of visualization, I'd like to give a reference point for understanding this. And the Lord gave me as an example a river. The parts of a river that stop flowing will eventually be siphoned off from the river itself. And the river will go inside of a different direction from what will become a body of water that's not moving. That part isn't a part of the river anymore. It's taken away so that the river itself can actually move forward. Hmm. Interesting. It can be. Sure. 
it, it sounds similar to what happens um, with circulation sometimes. So when, when someone has a blockage in their heart, for example, their blood vessels are blocked, the body will actually create a new pathway of blood vessels to go around that block and no and still supply blood flow to the tissues as much as possible, but it will no longer try to use that pathway. It'll build a, a pathway around it and cease, you know, efforts with that particular pathway, but still keep moving so that it can keep life in that body. But it's not best when that occurs. I mean, it's, it's good. I'm, I'm grateful for it. You know, it's necessary, but the, the ideal would be for the natural pathways that are initially created to work f- properly. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. What else? I was done. Okay. Anyone else? Well, did you have something to say? You, you pretty well, you pretty well covered it. So, well, okay. I would like to hear your um, yes. thoughts on it as well, Layla. Similar. I was surprised to hear you speak, LaCharles, uh, how similar it was to what the Lord was showing me concerning um, the mysteries of Christ. It wasn't so he could dance around our heads and go, I know something I won't tell. Uh-huh. It's because he wanted to give it to us. And mommy, the last podcast that we had done, you had shared about encouragement that Paul was giving encouragement in this message. And so was the Lord. Like, think about when you run a race If somebody's just going, let's race. Let's see who's faster. You may not necessarily run your hardest, run your best, you know, and actually try to succeed. You're just going along because they said so. But for most people, the minute you put a prize at the end of it, now now they're engaged. If it's money, if it's a trophy, recognition, notoriety, if if it's one of those things, we're more willing to uh, run the race, to put in our best, to run our hardest, run our fastest, and stay focused and stay engaged. Example, like you, you guys remember when we used to run Promise? Sometimes you got distracted by the butterflies because... It was just a race. You didn't really see an end point. And I was distracted by the, the bunny and the grass. And LaCharles would run and beat everybody else. But the minute that there was a prize, like, okay, you get a piece of candy or uh, what I call bragging rights, you can say that you're faster and better than somebody else. Then there was engagement and there was activity and action. So the point of the the purpose of the Lord saying, I've got this these things to show you is to encourage us to press in and keep going. Because if we think this is all there is and this is all there's ever going to be, who's going to continue to study? Who's going to press in to gain more? Even in school, if you think this is all you have to do, this these are all the tests you got to take. It, the end of the road is with high school when you graduate. Are, how likely are you to, to continue with college and to press forward and to grow? Like you said, promise that you they try to remain where they are and they end up progressing and falling behind because while they're standing there, other people are moving forward and that distance between you and the rest of the crowd is lengthening. And then you have to work twice as hard or triple as hard to catch up, never mind pass them because while you're standing there, they're still moving forward. So you've got to cover all those distance. So the Lord is going, I have this thing I want to share with you. Come and get it. It's he's putting a prize in something in front of our our eyes because he understands how our minds work. So he's going, okay, I'm going to incentivize you. Dad, you used to do this to us and you still do put incentives. You like incentives. You like to work for something or avoid something else. Okay, then I can accommodate you and I will be so happy to oblige. And you see the change in our behaviors. Sometimes, sometimes it takes a little bit longer and we need some different incentives, but overall, there's a change and there's a uh, progression from where we are to the next place that we need to be so that more can be unlocked for us. 
Mm-hmm. And in the scripture that you referenced, promise, um, it I believe a Second Peter one verse nine. Is that right? Uh, five through nine. Oh, okay. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted, even to blindness, and has forgotten Mm -hmm. that he was cleansed from his old sins. But there's something in what you said, Layla, but also that's in the scripture. It talks about short-sightedness, short-term memory, short ability to focus and see beyond what's right in front of the eyes. But being long-sighted, the opposite of short-sighted, right, means you can see down the road and see what's coming and find the reason that you need to persevere or carry on beyond this immediate situation that you're in. Persevere and carry on with the Lord because there is something down the road. It's not in your perspective or your view at this point. Like heaven, I can't look naturally with my eyes and, and see Jesus sitting, right? And, and the father sitting on the throne and Jesus sitting at his right hand and the angels that are flying back and forth going, holy, holy, holy. I, don't look, I can look up and see the sun in clouds. Right. But I'm not yes. looking directly into heaven with my natural eyes. So I can become forgetful of what is laying ahead of me. And that's what short sightedness is. And that's something that easily happens to humans as we're walking in the earth. Like you reference with school. Well, my target is just to get done with uh, with high school. Well, that's a short, short sighted target. And it leaves out your future yeah. um, and the deeper things of your future. So with the Lord, it's important that we keep our eye on there is a tomorrow and there's many tomorrows beyond that tomorrow, whether it's you're spending those tomorrows here on the earth or you're going to be looking at the king of glory, right? Yes. yes and treat yes. every day like you're going to be seeing him any second. And you want to hear that well done, thou good and faithful servant. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. So make ready a people prepared prepared not not still getting ready when he comes but that are already ready amen so let's pause there for today and with that can i cut a volunteer to close out in prayer please i will all right promise lord i just thank for today i just thank for giving us the opportunity to listen to you lord and just showing us things lord before we need them lord and just revealing to us how to apply them lord so that we can actually walk in it lord and we know how to be safe inside of you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on Connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.